This is the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with world-building warrior Angeline Trevina, planning and productivity powerhouse Holly Line, and formatting fireball Julia Scott. Every week we bring you discussions on the craft of writing, author life and business, and interviews with some of the industry's most unstoppable authors. A writer's life doesn't have to be solitary. We're here to bust that myth, support you on your journey, and encourage you to be unstoppable. Welcome to episode 142 of the Unstoppable Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Scott, and this week I'm going to be talking about front and back matter. Now, if you're not sure what that is, then keep listening because I'll explain all. But I'll start with a personal update first. I'm still slowly, slowly plugging away at writing the original Midorian, which is the final book in my trilogy, and making sure that the earlier chapters I have are completely solid story-wise before I write the finale. (laughs) I've made a few changes along the way, so I'm just making sure it all adds up and works well before the end of the book is put together. And it's taking me longer than I'd like but mostly because I still struggle to get into the writing mindset at the moment. Um, Writing sprints help, of course, so I got some done this week when we had our Sprints and Giggles event with our patrons, so that was great. I think I need to work on putting a schedule together, (laughs) which has always been a challenge for me. I'm the kind of person who would love to have a schedule, or a schedule, as you'd call it in America, (laughs) but in reality, it doesn't always work, and... You know, I can practically hear Holly saying to me, question the premise, (laughs) but I guess it's worth a try, putting a schedule together, giving it a go. If it doesn't work out, then I'll just keep winging it like I have been for the past few years. Um, Yeah, outside of writing, we're trying some new resources for home educating with my 12-year-old, including an improved schedule, funnily enough, and it's only been a week so far, but it seems to be going well. And we're well into gardening season now, so I've been digging stuff up and moving things and buying plants, which is totally my happy place, so it's all good. So for the question of the week, last week we asked you, what are some of your favourite bookish maps? And we only had one reply to this question, which makes me kind of sad, because you guys obviously don't love maps as much as we do. But over in the Facebook group, Mark said, Lord of the Rings goes without saying, obviously. But I also enjoyed the map in Sally Green's The Smoke Thieves series. Simple, but enough detail for the story. Um, I've seen some great bookish maps in both traditional and indie books, but I want to give a little shout out to a friend of mine who designs and draws maps, and that's Tom Ajax Lewis, who is at Tales from Farcliffe over on Instagram, or his website is www.talesfromfarcliffe.com. And Tom has made some maps for my formatting clients in the past, and they've always looked fantastic. So if you're looking for a cartographer to help bring your world onto paper, check out his website. Now this week, I want to know, do you ever read the front and back matter when you pick up a book? Why or why not? So no new patrons this week, but a huge thank you to all our current patrons. We really do appreciate the support. Patrons get early access to episodes, exclusive access to our off-air banter, and the chance to join in with our monthly sessions of Sprints and Giggles, the next being on Wednesday the 18th of May, which is an evening where we do writing sprints and we answer questions and have a laugh. I say it's an evening, it's at 8pm GMT, um, so for uh, the Americans, it's a bit earlier in the day than the evening. If you'd like to join in and also support the show, you can do so for just £3 a month at patreon.com 
forward slash unstoppable authors. It would be really great if you could take a moment to share this episode on social media. Grab a screenshot, share it directly from your podcast platform, or even take a selfie with it. Just remember to tag us so that we can share it too. It means so much to hear from our listeners and to know that you enjoy the show. Now, moving on to the main topic for this week, which is front and back matter. And for those of you who aren't sure what that is, it's the parts of a book that come before and after your actual novel or story. If your book was a sandwich, (laughs) the front and back matter are the bread and your story is the filling. So for the listeners here who have already published many books, you'll be familiar with what this entails. But I remember being a new author and having no idea what to put in the front and back matter. So if any of you feel like that, then hopefully this episode will help you. But hey, even if you're well experienced in putting books together, perhaps I'll share some ideas that you hadn't thought of. You never know. Since working on lots of people's books as a formatter, it's been really interesting to see what people include in their front and back matter. And sometimes there were things I'd never thought of including. But there were also some clients who only handed me their novel to format and I had to go back to them to get them to write the rest of their book. Like, yeah, this isn't enough. You need to give me the whole thing. So yeah, publishing a book isn't just about writing your story. You need to consider the whole package. I'm going to go through some ideas for your front and back matter, but don't panic. You don't have to include all of these things. They might not apply to you, especially if you're a new author. Or you may just prefer to keep things simple. But the other point I'd also make before I get into it is that what you include in your ebook might be slightly different to what you include in your print book. Ebooks have the added bonus of being able to include clickable links, which quickly and easily transports your readers to somewhere you want them to go, such as a sign up page for your newsletter or the pre order link for your next book. So definitely take that into consideration along the way and make full use of that. So let's start with front matter, the stuff you're going to put before your story in your book. Number one, title page. I mean, this is fairly self-explanatory. It's literally a page with a book title on it. You can also include a subtitle or your book series, plus your author name and your publishing imprint logo or name if you have one. But an alternative to this is to make two title pages. The first has just the title on it and nothing else which leaves plenty of space for signing your books. And the next page, leaving a blank page in between so that they're both right-facing, is the full title page with all the things I just mentioned on it. And it's quite commonly done in traditionally published books, but I do see it becoming more popular in indie books too. It is nice to have that clean page with just the title on. You can put a nice big signature or a book plate or, you know, whatever you want to put in there, a stamp, whatever. Number two, contents page. Now, when it comes to ebooks, you'll always have a contents page. Most ebook creation software will automatically create one for you where the links take you to the correct section in the book. However, with print books, it will entirely depend on whether or not you want a contents page. If you've written a non-fiction book, then yes, chances are you're going to put a contents page in there. That's, you know, most commonly done. But with fiction, well, that's down to you. Some choose to skip it entirely, but others think it's helpful. Um, To be honest, some just want to show off the chapter titles they've come up with, and why not? Um, Just go with your gut for the contents page. Number three is the copyright page. As boring as it is to write this part, it's still pretty important. The copyright page includes all the information about your book, including the month and year of publication, the name of the publisher, how they can be contacted, rights reserved info, ISBNs, etc, etc. Yeah, see, it's, it's rather dull, but you do have to do it. There are um, plenty of templates on the internet if you just do a quick search. 
that's how I put mine together. Um, grab a template, put your details in, change the bits you want to, add what you want to do. A good way to do it is to look at um, other books, copyrights pages to see what they add, just to kind of get a feel for what should be on there. Number four is the dedication. This is a short piece of text, usually a line or two, dedicating your book to someone. Um, if you don't want to dedicate your book to someone, <laughs> dedicate it to yourself and all the heart and soul you've put into your story. Or just have a few lines that mean something to you. Just be creative with this one and it doesn't have to be long at all. Number five is the forward. Forward. So even I can't get it right. First of all, make sure you don't make the mistake of calling it the forward spelt with or without an E in the middle, you know, like going forward, because it's it's the forward, forward. Yeah, I got it wrong the first time. <laughs> so this is usually written by another author and it's most common in non-fiction rather than fiction. So this one's probably quite low on most authors lists, especially fiction authors. So number six is other works. This is a page where you list all your other awesome books, if you have any, so that people know what else they can read by you once they fall in love with the one they've just read. And sometimes this may be in the back matter instead, or sometimes it'll be in both, but just make sure you don't forget it. If you have a back catalogue of books, you're going to want to tell people about them. And this is especially helpful in ebooks because you can put links to all of your books on that page as well, so that it just makes it super easy for a reader to click and go find your next book and buy it. Number seven is author note. So sometimes you might want to explain something about your story to your readers before they begin. And this is often the place where authors will give trigger or content warnings or warnings regarding language or explicit content. Um, otherwise, that kind of thing can be added onto the end of the copyright page. I've seen some people do that, but the reader may skip that and miss the warning. So you could even give content warnings their own page if you want to make it very clear. Author notes are great for kind of just giving a bit of an introduction if there's stuff you want um, the reader to understand before they begin. Number eight is a praise for page. So this is a page with mini reviews from early readers, usually by other authors who write in your genre. And to be honest, it's not overly common in self-published fiction as far as I've seen, especially for newbies, but I have still seen it done, um, especially for authors who are trying to get their book as close to a traditionally published book as possible. I should imagine it's more common for non-fiction as well. And number nine is other content. There are all sorts of other things that can go into the front matter. A map of your world, a poem or a quote, character or scene art, uh, definitions or pronunciation guides, whatever you feel fits your story or makes your book feel like a fully fleshed out product. And one thing I would recommend is going through the books that you have on your bookshelf. I say this about formatting as well, but, you know, go look at other books and see what their front matter and back matter is like, um, just to get a feel of what you might want in your book. So yeah, we've got a lot going on before you've even started putting your story into the book. I mean, including all of those things would probably be overkill, but at least you've got plenty of ideas to get you going. Now, onto the back matter, which is everything that comes after your story. Number one is author note. So you might not do this if you've already done one in the front matter, but this can be a nice way to send a little personal note to the reader that helps them feel connected to you, the author. So you could go into your own feelings about the book or what you plan on working on next or simply thanking the reader for taking the time to read your words. Whatever you feel like, but I just, I wouldn't recommend writing an essay because they have just finished a whole book. <laughs> so keep it short and sweet. Number two is acknowledgements. 
This is often an extension of the dedication to thank people who have helped you along the way. And some authors keep this short and sweet, while others wax lyrical about their favourite people, and it's entirely up to you. Although I do sometimes wonder how many readers actually bother reading the acknowledgements. I mean, do you read the acknowledgements of every book you read? You'll have to let me know in the question of the week, because I am genuinely curious. Um, I'm trying to think if I read the acknowledgements all the time. I think I do now that I'm an author because, you know, I, I've i written my own acknowledgements and I find it interesting to see what other people, but before I was an author, I probably didn't. And now I feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, well. Number three is an about the author page. So this is essentially a bio page all about you, perhaps with a little photo if you feel like it. Um, some authors feel uncomfortable writing about themselves. And if you're totally lost on what to write about, um, when you're doing a bio, then I'd encourage you to check out Book Blurb Magic. I interviewed Jessie from BBM a while back, but she's recently been working on resources that will help you put together a bio. So go see if that might help you. Otherwise, you might consider asking an author friend to help you. I mean, they tend to know how to write well, usually, and it can really help to get an outside perspective. Number four is a sneak peek of the next book. Some authors will include the first chapter of the next book, if it's a series or even if it's not, to be fair, or even just the blurb and when they can expect to see it released. Of course, if you don't have any of this information, you have no idea what you're doing next, you might just want to skip this part. And number five is a mailing list sign up, which is a page with a link that will take them to your website where they can sign up for your newsletter or mailing list. It can be a great idea to give something in return for their sign up, such as a free novella or an extra scene. And if you're not sure what kind of thing to create for that, then check out Holly's recent episode from last month where she talked about reader magnets with newsletter, I can't say it, newsletter ninja Tammy Lebrecht. So there we have it. You're now fully equipped with all the things that make up the bread of your book sandwich. <laughs> Just remember to format it all beautifully when you do get your front and back matter into your book. Another totally shameless plug here, but I'll be outlining how these pages should look or could look in my book, The Book Formatting Formula, which I really need to stop talking about and just get finished already. A quick reminder of our question of the week. Do you ever read the front and back matter when you pick up a book? Why or why not? And remember that if you want to hear all the backstage stuff and get all of the other benefits, including our Sprints and Giggles events, you can join us over at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. Don't forget to share the podcast online and tag us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for unstoppable authors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors Podcast. We'll be back next week with more of our tenacity and worldly wisdom. Don't forget to visit our website to get the show notes and heaps of helpful blog articles at unstoppableauthors.com. And join our guild of unstoppable authors and you will not only hear from us every week, but you will also get a free digital copy of my book, 30 Days of Worldbuilding. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe and leave a review.